Welcome back to the Growth Colony Podcast. I'm Alex Hipwell with X-Growth. Today, we're trying something different. We've got a whole heap of B2B questions coming in for us, and we've decided to try and start answering some of them on the podcast. So let me know if this is something that you want to hear more of. You can email me at alexander at growthcolony.org. And if you've got a question, feel free to send that over to me as well. So please let me know if this is something you got value out of and you enjoy. And if you found you got a heap of value out of it, please consider giving us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts as we get started. It will really help us boost our reach. Thanks so much as always. Let's get right into it. Shaheen, how are you going today? I'm all right, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. Alex, did you know today is day 50 of the quarantine? Wow. How are you feeling? But I'm feeling all right. You know, it's it's a beautiful day. It's it's sunny. It's, um, you know, I've started talking to my plant. Uh, that's, that's a normal thing in quarantine. I don't know if you've started doing that it's uh you got a plant over there um, i've got a, i've got a lot of plants in here keeping me company and um, i haven't started talking to them quite yet but i have been uh possibly talking to siri a little bit more than i, I should have should have been this morning um yeah, me and siri go way back man we are we we and siri are just you know but no i've started talking to uh he has a name now his name is sten um so uh me and sten <laughs> we sit in this room for uh for quite some hours but yeah we're all good man so i've got a list of, of questions to get through today okay and, and let's see if we can get some really good good answers shoot shoot away shoot away let's do it fast all right all right first one this is from mary in perth yeah yep. yeah if revenue marketing objectives clash with sales how do you handle margins as sales reps might cut price for customers to increase revenue Okay, revenue marketing is not supposed to clash with sales. I mean, that's the whole point of it um, when you're talking about revenue marketing. Uh, so that's if you if you if revenue marketing is clashing with sales, then that's that's just you're not doing it right. So that's that's on that point. the The part about sales cutting margins, uh, you know, giving discounts and stuff, that's an operational question. That's not something that marketing necessarily needs to be worried about. Yes, marketing does does work around pricing. But if from an operational perspective, it makes sense for sales to give discounts, um, then that's, that's, not a, you know, that's not a marketing question. And, and also that decision is super down the funnel that where marketing's impact is, not, it's not that it doesn't exist, but it's minimal. So you know, when somebody's there and they're negotiating on price, marketing's role in that situation is, is not heavy. So I would not worry about sales giving discounts. Um, you know, the whole concept of giving discounts is a, is a different story, whether it's good or bad. Um, but, uh, but it's not, it's not something on marketing's plate to be worried about. Next question. All right. This one is from Sandeep from St. Kilda. Uh, how do you choose between measurable mediums, for example, a website and not so measurable mediums, uh, like a billboard? I think every organization has to have an understanding that there, there is work, there is money that is going to go into brand and there's money that is going to go into, into ROI um, kind of positive work, right? And the, this obsession 
of, hey, everything that we do has to be measurable. Everything that we, we do, we have to connect it to ROI is flawed because there are things that you can't do. Yeah, oh, there's, there's tons of attribution models and attribution systems and they're super fancy and all that stuff, but still they don't work very well. There are going to be th do, things that you have to do that are not necessarily, you, you can't just say, hey, we did this and therefore this is the money that came in. There are going to be in the brand bucket and and it's it's still very important it's not that you know you you go and say hey it's um it's in the brand bucket therefore we shouldn't do it so um so that's the that's the way that i would answer that question that it's okay that there are certain things that are not measurable if you can have it measurable yeah make sure you measure it but there are going to be certain things that are going to go in your brand bucket and and you got to do it you you have to do that that brand work and then there are certain things that are going to be measurables and you got to you got to have a close eye on those conversion points and and uh, making sure that happens. So make sure you separate those two. Marketing happens in both of those. Um, it's not just one bucket. Next question. All right. This one is from Vincent in Elwood. Uh, what's a suitable timeline to change current revenue matrix if it's not working? Mm, okay. That's really dependent on the ser several things in, in the business, right? So it's dependent on the, um, your sales cycle, right? So if your sales cycle is 12 months, you can't go and start changing things in, in month two. That's the worst thing that you can do, right? Um, but it's also important in terms of what metrics you're measuring. So if you, for example, have a long sales cycle, you have to have metrics that are short term, medium term and long term, because what you don't want to happen is, you know, someone comes and say, it happens a lot, right? CEO comes in and say, marketing has to be measured on, on revenue. Fantastic. Okay. So we, um, but how long does, does it take for, for revenue to materialize? Oh, our sales cycle is 12 months. Okay. So we're going to do all this stuff for 12 months. And at the end, we're going to see if we did it right or wrong, right? Um, you, you're not allowed to say anything to us because it's going to take 12 months. So that's a wrong way of approaching it. So you have to have short-term, medium-term, and long-term metrics in order to keep track and see whether you're, you're, you're going well or not. So you have to define those for your business. You've got to say, these are some of our short-term metrics, right? These are some of the medium-term, like, for example, meeting generation, um, and, uh, and, and conversations and, and pop movement in the pipeline. These are some medium terms and some of the long terms are, are around revenue, right? Some of the earlier, like short-term metrics could be uh, intent data, um, site visit, engagement with content. Might be a little bit fluffier, but still it's in the right track. You're, you're, you're measuring the right thing. So the, the most important thing is to break down your, your sales cycle and have metrics for every stage. Don't just measure one thing for the whole cycle. Next question. All right, let's go one more question for today. Yes. And uh, this one's quite a loaded one. Uh, it's from Yushen in Sydney. How to plan a B2B marketing strategy during coronavirus? Okay, all right. So this one is this one's not going to be a quick one. Um, but I got maybe, maybe a quick I think I think it's important to... Put yourself into two buckets, right? Whether the service and, and what you're providing right now is relevant today, whether it's not, right? It's 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 not super relevant. Um, if it's relevant, what I would say is just 
make sure you're talking about the, the challenges that are today. Don't sound tone deaf, but you're, you're fine to go and, and, and pitch people and, and have uh, aggressive um, uh, C, uh, CTAs, right? That's fine because what you're offering is needed in the market. And that's why you're seeing stock prices for companies like Citrix are going through the roof. Slack is going, I'm actually not sure about Slack, but DocuSign and, and all these companies that are, that are relevant right now, they're, they're doing really well. So if, you, if your product is relevant, I would say go ahead and, and tweak your messaging that it is um, clear that it is around what we're experiencing right now, but, but, but um, continue, uh, continue going. And I'm, and I'm guessing the person who asked this question is, is probably not in that, um, in that uh, bucket and they're in bucket number two, where, hey, I'm offering something that is not super relevant right now, and what do I do? What, how, should I, how should I go about it? The best way that I would say you should think about it is to take your, if you have your, all your CTAs across your digital footprints and, and also um, you know, physical footprints, right? I would take your CTAs one level higher in the funnel, okay? So if you have a buy now CTA, take it up to, um, you know, have a chat to us. If you ever have, have a chat to us CTA, take it up to, you know, read this piece of white paper, attend this webinar. So move it higher in the awareness funnel. So if, and if you think about the awareness funnel as something who's, someone who's not aware of you, someone who's, um, who's problem aware, someone who's solution aware, someone who's product aware, and someone who's, who's in consideration and, and looking at buying, right? If you look at that funnel, I would take it one step higher because right now that that sentiment is not there to buy things. And sometimes if it's an irrelevant um, product that you're pushing, what it could do is it could um, it could backfire. People will be like, what are you talking about? I'm, you know, I'm dealing with my like trying to keep my staff and trying to sell sell me stuff that are not relevant. So um, that's how I would think about it. I also would say that. You know, think of your marketing more in, in these times. Think of it more as education and entertainment, right? So those two can educate and entertain. Um, and the main reason you want to do that is you want to stay top of mind uh, because this is not going to last for forever. It, we're going to come out of this and people are going to start buying the services that you're offering. So what you want to do is you want to stay on top of mind um, in these times. And uh, when, when this goes away, you're in a much better position to sell. So that's what I would say. I think that's that's good. We got we got four questions in. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was good. good. good so uh, let's leave it at that for today. And if anyone else has any more questions or B two B questions that they want to answer during uh, coronavirus or just B two B in general, send us an email Alexander at growthcolony.org, and we'll answer them one week. We'll do that. See ya. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode. If you enjoyed it, we'd love it if you rate and review it on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. And for more B2B growth content, check out our website, growthcolony.org. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. Have a great day.